0: Before we get into today's career conversation, don't forget that the Comms Career Podcast is brought to you by Joe Hall and Lisa McMillan.
1: Between us, we are as passionate as you are about finding fulfilment at work and loving what you do. But any career transition, be that a
0: new role, redundancy, or a return to work, can really cause unhelpful levels of self-doubt and worry. Joe's coaching will shift you from all of that overthinking and uncertainty to feeling really really empowered with the clarity to know what you want and need to thrive and the
1: confidence
0: to go and get it
1: and of course if you're looking for a new comms role or hiring and looking for the right professionals to join your team Lisa's extensive international comms network and over 20 years of headhunting experience and background in comms could open the door to exactly what you're searching for. Together with a genuine care for the people that we work with, we connect the right people to their dream roles and help set them up for success. So we're delighted to come back for season two and bring you a whole Schwagers board of guests that are really going to inspire you, we hope, and really drill into their career stories and insights again for this season. So, Lita and I are really, really excited about that. But we wanted to start off by reflecting on season one. Um, It seems quite timely because it's January 2024. Can we believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So... Lisa, you know, we had such a great season and we've had some really, really lovely feedback from our listeners. So a big shout out to all our listeners across, what is it, 35, 36 countries we're into now, which is amazing. I can't believe we're in so many countries, Joe. I mean, that's
0: that's fantastic. Fantastic.
1: it's, It's so fabulous. I mean, I think it's a reflection on our network, but I think you know, I don't. I don't know why we're in some of the countries we're in. We've got listeners out there, so so hello to everybody, and you know, thank you so much for your support, your feedback, and of course for listening. Um, so, Lise, I'm going to ask you first. What are your reflections or takeaways from from season one? What was what were your highlights? There's, there's quite a few.
0: I was I'm just, I was going back over them and and listening to all the amazing guests. And I think one thing I was really impressed with was just how honest people were um about their careers and yeah i think one thing that kept coming up with that joe and and was that they'd actually taken time and i think they actually enjoyed doing those reflections on their careers uh i yeah. that was very interesting
1: yeah um, um you know with paul season two you know guests have said it's been a, a lovely experience to prepare for it and do their own self-reflection again so that's Okay, we're giving the gift to our guests. That's yep. great. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I I loved hearing about the, the journeys we've been on and how to be open to those journeys and not be, you know, you, it's not going to be one path. I think it was one of the guests mentioned different chapters, um, being open to that. I thought that was really interesting. And they all all had a different sort of starting point. They've all navigated through different twists and turns. And I, I think that's a really important lesson for, for all of us really as we go through our careers i thought that was fascinating that came from yeah pretty much on everyone's podcast i think
1: yeah yeah i completely agree and i actually made the same kind of point in terms of you know there was that that huge diversity and i think some people were you know really quite thoughtful about how they'd planned their careers and then others were really open to the opportunities and you know going with what felt right or what came up at the time and just kind of not being too prescriptive and just open and curious, which was amazing, which is what, you know, we've done as well. So I think, yeah. you know, for any younger listeners or people struggling or feeling stuck in their careers right now, I think the lesson from that is just be open to the possibilities. Yeah. Um, you know, don't, don't worry about finding necessarily the perfect job. Just be open to, to what's going to come your way. And it will. That's the truth. Something will, yeah. I think the power of being, um the,
0: the power of being your authentic self. And again, Joe, that's one of the reasons that we started this as well, because that that sort of goes back to our personalities. Is just being genuine and authentic in in everything that you do. I think that came across with everybody. Totally. Yeah.
1: totally. I think that came across in in the conversation, but also, you know, how they were pursuing what really lit them up. You know, so it's tuning in to what is right for you rather than you doing a career that you think would uh, make your parents proud or you think society would expect of you. I think there's a lot of well, all all of our guests from season one and as, as we're as we're discovering as we're recording season two as well, is that they have really embraced that individuality and gone, you know, stuff it. This is this is my career. This is my life. I'm going to lead it and i love that i love that permission that you know if you didn't if you if you'd forgotten that's the permission to do what you want to do in your career there's no right or wrong that's the beauty of it yes. yeah exactly and i think
0: i yeah I, I i yeah i think that all that generated what about for you joe what, what sort of come
1: of your some of your key takeaways i think i think one thing that really stood out for me was this sense of networking And the real power and value, personal value that you can get from building relationships, not for the outcome, but purely for the genuine interest in other people. And um, that curiosity, that sense of connection with another human being, being intrigued to understand what's going on for them, you know, what, what challenges are they facing, you know, so purely for the conversation and the connection. And then, cultivating those relationships that feel right and aligned for you to then again not not have any expectation on the outcome but just purely for having that human connection with somebody else and unsurprisingly for both of us and our guests as they were talking was that many many of their best opportunities and career moves came from relationships that were genuinely connected um, and they went into them without any expectation on an outcome or, you know, a job or a sale or whatever it may be. You know, it was, it was just pure, genuine connection. And I love that. I really love that. Um, and I think it's about embracing more of that as we go forwards this year as well. I think particularly after the times that we've been through um
0: as a society i think that building those networks and they don't have to be always face to face and as you say it might be someone that you're networked with and they might not be related to the business or it could be someone i think one of the other things that came up just from a, a networking perspective from a career development is making sure that you're networking both internally and externally but also within the business as well also Bringing in the HR department, bringing in the finance department, making sure across the whole the whole of the business, um, and not just your 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 sort of focus on on on, on Um I think that was important right. as well.
1: I I completely agree, and I would extend that even further. You know, into your sort of personal and social life, because the thing is, each of us has got our own network and our our sphere of knowledge and and, and influence. And I think for me, it's about you never know who's connected to someone else. That's the other thing. And, you know, I'm finding more and more that actually it's referrals, it's recommendations, it's connections. It might even be a friend that says, oh, you should connect with this person and go to this event. And then you meet somebody else that is just like, oh my gosh, we're in the same world. Yeah. You know, it just be really open to it. And I I really love that because I think since COVID, COVID, Um, I've, I've really, well, I think it's part of running my own business. There's been this sense of, of loneliness to an extent by working from home so much. So I've, and I'm, I'm a social person, you know, as you can probably tell from this podcast, you know, I do like to chat. And I think for me, it's been a reminder that you can do connections in many, many different ways. You know, you can go out to a coffee shop and meet somebody locally. You can go to a networking event you can do online networking through, you know, you know, the likes of LinkedIn and conversations and just typing away and connecting with people. Or even, you know, as I've been starting to do is set up Zoom calls with, with people that I am connected with on LinkedIn or who aren't in the same country just, just to have a chat, just purely to have a conversation. Yeah, I think that goes back to a
0: a point a minute ago about curiosity and always being curious. And again, that that sort of came up all the time, Um, just keeping everything open, open.
1: And I think with that also, the other point that really stood out for me was everybody was really open to embracing something outside of their comfort zone, so embracing the unknown. And through that, came the personal growth the fulfillment the enjoyment that they would never have expected and it's about trying new things and again i think that that plays out in our in our professional careers but also you know in our personal lives as well pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone that little bit more you know to really expand our nervous system capacity to cope with something that is perhaps a little bit more stressful in the first place but actually, then becomes something that you can cope with because it's it's just fear of the unknown to start off with. But all of our guests embrace that working and being outside of their comfort zone, and and again, that was a great reminder for me. I think i just I just thought then of Lee and the turtles. I, I, and the- I know, I know, I know. I mean, wow, right? But also, you know, so his career was, you know. Well, he had a PR, didn't he? Background and and then internal comms, more so. But who would think that there was a connection to rum? I mean, seriously. I mean, this is totally making up your own career and just going with it, right? So let's have more rum.
0: I think the other takeaway for me, and and because it's sort of it, it, it you know, it strikes with me personally. I think it's the international moves, um, not only taking risks, but. How those international moves um, can enhance your 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 career or not, um, what that's like to work in in, in different countries of different cultures, how you then sort of land back in your your country of origin. I thought that was really interesting how people have handled that, um, and 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 I like the fact that they touched on not just the career side of things but the personal side of things as well. And I think that came across in, with everyone that we spoke to
1: for sure for sure yeah i mean that part of me was envious and part of me was had a tinge of regret i'm not really a regretful person but as i was listening to their stories i was thinking ah oh, i kind of wish i could have my time back over to to do some international work i mean i worked on a global scale but i think immersing yourself in the culture and you know, with 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 an, uh, the you know the different nationalities and languages and the whole experience of working in a different country, that would have been amazing. I suppose it's never too late, but yeah, it's not really on my bucket list anymore. Never too late, Joe. Never too late. <laughs> so, I'm intrigued. Then, I mean, uh, you're going to laugh at me for saying this, but you know, what's your prediction for 2024, Lisa? Have you got your crystal ball dusted off? No, joking. I I mean, we can't do predictions. I know that. But we know what the world of work is like currently and we've got some potential insights as to what's going to happen, you know, or what the themes are going to be or the challenges might be for us. But, you know, what's your perspective, you know, especially from a recruitment perspective and personal perspective? I think...
0: And I feel like we were talking about this last year as well, and maybe the year before, but I think definitely came up with some sort of AI, the digital landscape involving that in communications, more of the positions looking at sort of um, more of a data focus as well, say, um, and again, hybrid working. Um, we're still talking about, high, how are we still talking? But I think that's not gonna go away and it's not gone away this year. Um, and I yeah. think, and also diversity and and inclusion is another thing that uh, I think is really important. And what was the other thing? I, was, I think the other thing is one is looking at the generations that we've got in the workforce now um, yeah. and yeah. how you can communicate with that array of generations that are both starting their work careers, maybe Gen Zs, or later in their career as well, and, and how you sort of factor that in. Such. it's going to be quite a few things.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think, you know, the diversity thing, and and this is purely based on a conversation we had with one of our season two guests, which I won't do the reveal just yet. (laughs) But, you know, and we didn't actually record this bit because this was some of our preamble as we were kind of warming up before the recording. But he was talking about not just diversity and inclusion, um, in, in the usual buckets but actually encompassing neurodiversity in the workplace and really embracing that and understanding more about the neurodiversity uh, of each of us because you know we're all on the spectrum to some extent and actually how can we, and again it goes back to embracing our sense of self and authenticity, how can we really embrace that rather than, than feel ashamed of parts of who we are and how can we recognize and enable that and play to the strengths of those gifts in other people? And I think that's really exciting. That really, really fascinates me. That was fun. And I think, it can... yeah, definitely. And I would love to see that embraced more in the workplace. Um, and then, you know, rightly saying, purely because I've got a personal interest in this one, but the, you know, the younger generations coming through into the workplace, I'm so excited for my daughter. She's doing a placement year as part of her uh, degree. And um, she's going to be starting in a communications role. So it's more external facing. But I'm really excited to see what her experience of the world of work uh, is like for her. And having those conversations over the dinner table. Because she's coming home for the year. Yay! (laughs) Um, So really understanding that younger generation perspective and you know weaving that into the work that we're doing oh that's very exciting hope for a year
0: that's exciting that.
1: i know i know i'm very very happy <laughs> i'm very excited because i'm going to learn so much from her so much you know and that's that's the fascinating thing you know i mean we were talking about the podcast earlier this morning and and actually you know she has so much wisdom and i think you know as as many people you know especially younger generations they perhaps don't realize the values that they add already and you know they have a voice they have inherent wisdom and uh i think you know it's about again coming back to embracing that sense of self and all that you are yeah i think employers um and employees being
0: open to that um that diversity and in, in all sorts of you know in all forms but whatever it might be. Um, and I've always found my future, I think just people thinking outside, outside the box, a bit like people have done with their careers. They might have started off doing this and they've gone off, and, but just people being, I think employers being a bit more flexible around that. I'd, I'd really like to see that. And I, I've always championed for that across the, um. You know, it'd be interesting to look internationally, what's happening in different markets. That's really exciting to me. Um, obviously we, we're in very, very challenging times at the moment. That um, I think it's important to have a look globally, and that's um, and that's why I'm pleased that we've got our 36 countries, because so that's exciting. I...
1: Yeah, but I think you know you raise a really good point with regards to the you know the global markets and you know the the global change and and unsettlement, let's say. And I don't want to go down a negative spiral at all, but you know. I think there's a lot that we can do as individuals. Um, it's about, again, embracing the world of work and doing work that and activities outside and beyond of work that we really, really enjoy doing and plays to our strengths. Um, because when we're in that good place, we radiate, radiate out energetically so much positivity that really is quite magnetising, It's energising for other people. It's, it's really inspiring. So if we think of our own sphere of influence our own networks if we're radiating that that joy and that that uh authenticity and that positivity ourselves that's really gonna up the the energy levels and positivity levels of everybody else around us at least a a nudge at least something i can't change world politics or um you know world wars or you know anything like that but I can change who I, how I project myself and how I come across and what I do in order to be happier and fulfilled in my general day-to-day and that's going to ripple out. So that would be my advice to to everybody, you know, because then collectively we're all being so much more positive um, and, you know, just enjoying our lives there is a big focus on that, and
0: I think that was something else. When employees are looking for a new opportunity, it's not, you know, it's not around because there's so much going on externally. Um, it's been really, really awful, still is. Um, but they're not looking, they're looking for how to balance that work life. So be it the hybrid working bit, as you said to, to your point, Jonah, that how you're happy outside of work and it not just being about work so how can the employer make you feel um happy in your day-to-day and support you
1: yeah yeah i i think it works both ways you know i think there is definitely an expectation and a, a duty of care for employers to provide the you know the employee experience so that people can thrive at work but i think we can take ownership for so much of it as well and that includes you know ourselves at work and you know outside as well and i would never and i'm sure our listeners aren't you know just looking to their employer to provide the right experience it's it's for us to contribute to that and take responsibility for our own health and well-being as well you know there's there's a there's a, a dual role at play here yeah
0: which i think people have found more and more and more important as, as time goes on the, the importance of as you say outside of work inside of work um being, being you know making the most of your time
1: yeah and you and i've you know spoken about the job market you know and you know some countries are really quite buoyant and then others are a little bit more stagnant and again not to put um you know a negative spin on this but more of a you know how how can you manage that if you are you feel like you're stuck in a job or in an organisation where you're not really that happy you know what? What would your advice to listeners be in in that situation, Lisa? Because it's hard to navigate. You know, moving roles and uh, the job market. I think uh, it depends on the market, but I think
0: it it's a confidence thing. I think as well, jokes having the confidence to actually say, "Look, I'm not happy." And I think a lot of people. You look at the stats. I think a lot of people are in roles and they've not been happy because the market's been so uncertain. So I think it's just having the the just a case of confidence I think yeah maybe a confidence to talk to the right people um have a good signal about what what it is you want that there I mean there are opportunities out there and I think it's 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 about just getting out there and, and having a look and just speaking we'll go back to that networking point it's speaking to people because you just don't know what's going to come up and I think being open to change as well I think very much being open to change sometimes I've spoken to people and they're in the role and you know that they don't enjoy it and and that's fine. It you know, might not be for them or they might have been in it for a long time. So just be open if someone asks you about a new opportunity or you see someone speak to someone. But I think it's about that networking again as well.
1: Yeah, completely agree. And and the other thing I would add to that is, you know, I think there's a real opportunity if, if you are feeling unsettled or unhappy in your current role, I think you're right in terms of speaking up. But I think for the staff, it's about getting clarity on... You know, what are the things that you really enjoy? What what are your strengths? What is the environment that you know that you thrive in? And with clarity on those components, then having a conversation with somebody at work to see if things could shift. You know, maybe you could pick up a new project. You know, maybe you could take a secondment somewhere. Maybe there is a new role coming up in a different part of the organization. So it means that you don't have to leave that organization, but you could try something new. And I think the clarity piece is really, really valuable. And and that's obviously what I've found, you know, working with clients to coaching clients to really accelerate their careers and get through this unstuckness um, is when they've got the clarity, then the confidence comes to speak up and ask for what they want, or the confidence comes to look for the right role that then is aligned with what they need to thrive. But you need to do that reset and and do some reflection on on what works for you, you know what does light you up. So, um, but yeah, and I think it's about not playing victim to to the situation. It's about again, it's about taking ownership, isn't it, for yourself yes. and your own um, happiness fulfillment. Sure, which is which yeah. is something that we've both done. And I think just
0: running our own businesses. I mean, we, we've all said it's been it's been challenging, but I think it's you know it's getting out there and doing the things that you that you enjoy. There might be some weeks where I've not said that
1: though. Glad. Yeah, but they're they're personal between you and I. That's not for a podcast episode. Um, yeah, no, I Jake. Um, so, all I'm so excited to reveal and share the episodes for season two. We have got some great guests. Uh, we've had some great conversations already, haven't we? So I'm really excited. Um, So, yeah, so hopefully all our listeners are going to continue being along for the ride. And um, I mean, I think I would ask our listeners if if anyone's got any uh, wish list for future guest speakers or if indeed they want to come on the podcast, if they've got an interesting story to tell or um, perspectives, then to get in touch because, you know, we're always looking for inspirational guest i mean we we've got quite a bucket list to go through already but we we be good we have gotten a lot and we'll continue
0: going so i think we're releasing what well, this episode will come out next week um and then and then we'll, we'll kick off from there we'll do another eight episodes for this for season two so we're very excited we're already on to season three so it's all very exciting so <laughs> I know. it's all
1: good it's all good Yeah. And of course, um, a call to action for our lovely listeners would be, you know, if you have enjoyed uh, what you've heard through this podcast to, of course, share it with your networks and other people that you think would enjoy it or find some benefit uh, in it as well. So, and I think that's probably how we're getting our, you know, expansion across different countries is because people are sharing it. So, um, yeah, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. Right. I think... um, That's our lovely little intro done to welcome our listeners back to the Comms Careers podcast season two. And um, yeah, excited to share all this, aren't you? Yeah, very excited indeed. And
0: thank you for our guests again from from season one. And um, yeah, look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you.